Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, uh, high achieving entrepreneurs. Thank you, Coach Dorothy. Always appreciate you and the privilege it is uh, to uh, privilege and an opportunity to serve on this platform and serve all the uh, high achieving preneurs on the call this morning. It is such an honor. So today we're going to continue with our topic uh, as we were um, talking about God's economy versus the world's economy. And more specifically, we were talking about the fact that in God's economy, we are to seek his treasures. So seeking his treasures is where we're going to uh, continue our conversation. And so we know that in God's economy, we're, we're to seek his treasures. And when we last talked, we talked about the fact that there are four treasures we are to be seeking. One being wisdom and how it's applied. And according to John, excuse me, James 3, uh, 13 through 17, we discovered that there are two kinds of wisdom. The wisdom that uh, operates in God's economy with the attributes of God and the world's wisdom, which operates according to the world economy, which has the attributes that God hates. So we'll continue to explore those treasures as we come to the second treasure, and that is counsel. Counsel. So counsel, which is another, which the wisdom that we seek from others, right? There are actually three places that we are to obtain counsel. One is the word. One is wise people or are wise people. And the other one is the uh, a wonderful counselor, sorry, which is the Lord. Proverbs 13 and 20 says, walk with the wise and become wise. Proverbs 15, 22 says, plans fail for lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 11, 14 says, victory is won through many advisors. So let's go through that. So the word. If you're looking for a place to start in the Word, one of the best places to start is Proverbs, right, which we've been pretty much been coming from um, yesterday and today. And so when we study the Scriptures, you know, Proverbs and other Scriptures, we obtain counsel and instructions from the Lord. The book of Proverbs is designed to teach us how to live and act wisely, Right? The wisdom in Proverbs is an attribute of God himself. By respecting God and reading and obeying the wisdom that's shared in this book, practical counsel is found here. We develop the important skills and the moral mindset we need to live successfully and live godly lives. The next place, wise people. Right? So the first one was the word. The next one was wise people. So the ne- this source is the wisdom of wise people or collective wisdom. And when we make it a habit of getting good 
counsel. It prepares us, us to be wise counselors for others, right? Collective wisdom goes both in both directions. Iron sharpens iron. The thing to be careful about, though, is listening to wise or listening to counsel. Always listen and evaluate it against the truth of God's word. So we have the word, we have wise people, and we have the wonderful counselor, the Lord. No plan, no wisdom, insight, or instructions can succeed against what God is telling you to do. I'm convinced that a lot of us in the marketplace are looking outside, looking to outside sources first before seeking the wisdom of God. Some will start out seeking him, then they get distracted. We all get distracted. Get distracted by other noise in the marketplace, and a lot of times we get lost in the noise, right? We forget what God had originally told us to do. But here's what I want to share with you. Do you understand that we as kingdom entrepreneurs, daughters of God, those of you that's listening on the call today, do you understand that we have direct access to the creator and the owner of us, our lives, and our businesses, of all of it? We have access to his wisdom, his knowledge, resources. We have unreserved access to the supernatural economy of God that supersedes all other economies and systems. We have access to strategies, strategies that will set you apart and give you a leading edge, strategies, visions, and plans, right? Jeremiah 29 and 10 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. We have access to his system. When you participate in God's way of doing things, his systems and his way of thinking, you're already on the winning team. We have access to his strength. And that means taking our hands off the situation and giving it to God, right? Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to the Lord. Second Chronicles 16.11 says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. So we talked about wisdom. We talked about counsel. The next treasure is a good name. In other words, reputation. Proverbs 22.1 says, a good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. I want to share a quick story with you that uh, really that came to mind when I read this. Back in the 80s, I used to work at a bank. I worked at a bank. I worked at this bank. Uh, somewhere like three or four years or so. And so, you know, I, I knew a lot of the customers that came in. I knew, you know, uh, a lot of the customers that came in that lived in the, in the 
uh, community. Uh, and so, you know, and, and here's the thing. A lot of times when you work at a bank, you know, a lot of people, you know, they think that this, this is like the best job in the world, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, I worked there, I enjoyed the people, and I met a lot of people. Well, this one particular time, uh, there was a customer that came in, young man that came in, and so uh, you know, I, I believe that he had already, if memory serves me correct, he had already been in the bank before, but he had never come to my, um, you know, to my station. So he came to my station. I cashed a check for him. Everything, you know, checked out. You know, you have to go through, you know, these procedures and the processes and everything. Because I had never, you know, met met him. So I didn't know him. But um, anyway, so, you know, cashed his check and everything, and uh, everything checked out, and, you know, he went on his way. And I think he came in several other times, and he may have come to me or gone to a, to another teller. But um, we, you know, had, you know, different conversations and things like that. And, and uh, so, you know, he asked me on a date. He was single. I was single. So he asked me on a date. He went on a date. Great guy, uh, you know, gentleman, you know, all that kind of stuff. But something wasn't quite clicking for me, and I couldn't put my finger on it at the time. But we had a good time. You know, the date was fine. I didn't go on a date with him again because something for me wasn't working. So several weeks later, the um, one of the managers came to me, and, uh, you know, actually it was a, two of the managers, you know, came of the bank that came to me and said, you know, we need to, you know, talk with you. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Didn't know what that was all about. Went in the office. Um, and, um, you know, they started out, you know, by, I knew it was something, something interesting about to happen. So went in the office and, and, and they said, uh, you know, Aldrima, you know, do you know, I, and honestly, I don't even remember the guy's name. So for the sake of the conversation of the call, I'm going to call him John Doe. So he said, do you know John? I said, well, yeah. I, I didn't know how to answer it because I felt like I was being set up. <laughs> I said, well, yeah, you know, uh, kind of, you know, I, I know he's coming to bank and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I've cashed a check for him, blah, blah, blah. Well, they said, well, um, the uh, this this person, you know, John, um, the check that you cashed for him was a forged check. And it turns out that, you know, this guy was wanted for, you know, forgery. He was wanted from another state, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so they said to me, they said, well, we believe that you either know something or you know this guy or, you know, you were in cahoots with him. I don't remember the terminology they said, but you know, they thought, they assumed by my association, you know, with him um, that I knew something more than what I was saying. So they fired me, okay? And so I, so that day I was like, okay, what just happened here? <laughs> what just happened here? And so, um, so I went on, you know, about my business and, you know, I really was just kind of unsure as to what was going on. So I went on about my business, you know, started looking for another job, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, then a few weeks after that, the bank called me and they said that, you know, Miss, uh, they didn't call me Miss Harper, my last name was Reed then, uh, Aldrima, you know, 
um, we uh, would like for you to come into the office. And so I'm like, I don't work there anymore. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, before that had happened, before they called me, what I found out was that the community, I had no idea, the community of businessmen and businesswomen, uh, community leaders, pastors, and, and, and had, had actually gone to the bank. I had no idea. On my behalf, on my behalf, and demanded an explanation as to why they had fired me. And so it had gotten to the point where, and again, I had no idea. I hadn't even talked to anybody about it. So I don't even know how it got out. I guess they had come to the bank and said, you know, wonder where I was, you know, that kind of thing. So these these community leaders and pastors and, and business people had gone to the bank and said, hey, we want an explanation as to why you let her go. We know Aldrina. We know her family. We know her name. And I tell you, they offered me my job back. They apologized to me. Um, and that was after, you know, a couple of weeks of all of it, you know, all this had transpired. I had gotten a phone call from, you know, one of the, um, you know, leaders and, and that had gone on my behalf because they had actually said that if you don't give us an explanation and validate or, you know, tell us why you fired her, what justification, she didn't do this. We know her. And, of course, they couldn't because I hadn't done anything. I didn't know this guy from that standpoint. I had only gone on a date with him. And so my point is this. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. They knew my name. I had a good reputation. One of the persons that had gone was my, one of, uh, was my pastor at the time, right? And so it's important that you operate with integrity, operate according to God's uh, wisdom and counsel, right? I didn't understand all of that at the time. I just knew that what I was doing, I, I had done the right thing. I had not collaborated with this guy about anything, but I knew something was wrong afterwards. And, and for whatever reason, we never spoke again or anything. But because I had a good reputation, because the community came together because they knew me, they knew what I stood for. And so, again, I got my job back, you know, went on, and yada, 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 you know, the rest is history, right? High-achieving entrepreneurs on this call, a good reputation serves you beyond your ability, beyond your skills, beyond your talent, a good reputation. So I hope this story and today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope it has encouraged you in a way to 
to be empowered, to be to to want to work and do things according to God's economy, according to the way God will have you to do things, right? According to the integrity, according to the standards that God has set for you. So, again, as we always say in closing, if you're enjoying these episodes, share them with others. We're on Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Just download one of the apps and search for Wisdom Inspired. Lastly, if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can be a part of it and benefit from it, send us an email at hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line. Same time, same place, same station, tomorrow with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wonderfully productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.